lemon of pink. <coughs> Blowing a velvet. <laughs> Lemon of pink. The levels of perfect subtle details. On FBI ninety four point five, you're listening to Utility Fog with Peter Hollow. Thanks to Lee Tran Lam, who's been with us for many years on Sunday nights. You may know that this week is FBI Radio's 20th birthday. And this show has been broadcasting for the entire length of that time. So tonight is Utility Fog's 20th birthday show. And I'm going to be looking back over those 20 years and some important things that have happened during that time. I'll just take a moment to say that FBI broadcasts on the unceded lands of the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation... Um, they are the traditional owners of this land, and I pay my respects to elders past, present, and emerging. Well, tonight I'm starting with The Books, a band that I'm very, very fond of. A band that in some ways kind of represents everything I wanted to do with Utility Fog, which was genre-crossing music electronics and, and folk and so on, and it also pictures a cello. And when I found out this album was coming out, because I'd already heard the first album, I wrote to Tom Lab, the label that was releasing it, and I said, how about you send me this, because I'm starting a radio show soon. So here we are with the Lemon of Pink from the books.
the lemon of pink. This is Utility Fog on FBI celebrating our 20th birthday here. The book's album, The Lemon of Pink, that we just heard came out in 2003, the year this um, show started and the station started. Um, sometime during, I guess, the following year, I heard about this wonderful English band doing also, I guess, Folktronica. Uh, this was Tong and their first album, Mother's Daughter and Other Songs. Uh, was another one that I was pretty obsessed with in the very early days of Utility Fog. Um, and it got heard by a lot of people, including Danny, who runs Feral Media, who, after hearing it on this show, licensed the album to release in Australia. Uh, this is Mother's Daughter from Tong's first album, Mother's Daughter and Other Songs. Stand in the glass, the angels in motion. 
as we celebrate a lot of music that um, I have championed on Utility Fog over these 20 years, I'm going to go now to 65 Days of Static. I discovered them when their very first EP came out and played them a lot and the band noticed themselves and they got in touch with me as well and I kind of got a bit of a friendship with them. So much so that when One Time For All Time, their second album came out, I was very proud to see my own name in the thank yous there as well. Not only that, but my playing of 65 Days of Static was then noticed by Mike Solo of Bird's Robe Records, who proceeded to tour them in Australia a couple of times and ended up uh, re-releasing all of their back catalogue in beautiful editions as well here in Australia. So this is uh, Drove Through Ghosts to Get Here from the brilliant 65 days of static. You're going to have to tolerate the fact that I'm going to be talking over a lot of music tonight on Utility Fog and playing parts of songs because I just uh, can't fit in everything I want to play otherwise. This is your sort of potted history of what Utility Fog has been about for 20 years on FBI. We just heard 65 Days of Static. Uh, This here is another character who was very important to the early sound of Utility Fog. That is Kieran Hepton of Fortet. Um, And he, I guess, is the final picture in the Folktronic puzzle. But this is a remix of Fortet from a track from the uh, wonderful Rounds album that came out in 2003. Uh, This single came out the following year. And this is where I discovered the 
UK drum and bass and sort of electroacoustic experimental duo Icarus. Um, and not long after I heard this remix, I found out that Ollie Bound from Icarus was living in Melbourne now, um, and I became friends with Ollie. He moved to Sydney, and we now play in band tangents together. Uh, but this remix is absolutely gorgeous. Again, we're only going to be hearing part of it. Um, the remix of My Angel Rocks Back and Forth by Fortet is called Four Tees on English Time by Icarus.
Alright, I'm Peter Hollow, bringing you Utility Fog on FBI 94.5, as I have been for 20 years now, and as I celebrate Utility Fog and FBI's 20th birthday, I'm playing a lot of music that I have loved and that has in some ways really impacted on the show in that time. So in 2003, the Department of Eagles' first album, The Whitey on the Moon UK LP, came out. Um, in the UK, it came out the following year and was called The Cold Nose. Um, and the Department of Eagles featured Daniel Rosson, who went on a, a year or two later to become a member of the Grizzly Bear and contribute some wonderful songs to them as well. Um, we heard Sailing by Night, which is one of those songs from this album which both features Daniel Rosson's stunning songwriting and emotive voice and also the, uh, the experimentation that they did with arrangements and instruments and so on on that album. That came after Icarus, um, who had kind of moved on from straight jungle drummer bass by the time they remixed Fortet, but still were using those rhythms as they have continued to forever. Here is one of my favourite bands ever. This is Hood and a B-side from The Lost You, a single from their last album. This came out in 2004, so we're still quite early in Utility Fog's existence. Um, I reviewed Hood and played them a lot on the show and ended up um, talking a lot to Richard Adams, uh, who, along with his brother Chris Adams, was sort of the, they were the two main people solidly in Hood for its existence. Became good friends with Richard. I played on some of his more recent albums as well as I'm a cellist, but um, never stopped being just their greatest fan. Um, I love this piece of music, which um, also shows their quite unexpected friendship with Dose and Y from Anticon. Um, here's some sampled vocals from Dose One in here as well. This is Over the Land, Over the Sea from the wonderful Hood.
on FBR 94.5. I'm taking you through um, a whole lot of really significant music for Utility Fog over the 20 years I've been on air. And that is Hood with Over the Land, Over the Sea. Uh, now, um, Hood went through a lot of members in its existence. Um, and Andrew and Craig from The Remote Viewer and The Famous Boyfriend were members of Hood as well. And they ran a little label called Motia for quite a while in England's north. I discovered a band on that label called Clickets, and when I played them, shortly after I got an email from John McCaffrey, who was one half of Clickets and was amazed that I'd played them here on Sydney Radio because John was living in Melbourne, as he still is now. Uh, and he started sending me music of his. Every week or so, I'd get CDRs from John in the mail of new Folktronica from him, and I'd inevitably end up playing it. From the first part time album proper, here is Thinking Unthinking. Featuring John's wife, Danielle. Utility Fog on FBI.
my breath in the crawl space Wait, tape to my body Barbarians at gate, Benghazi Wait, tape ain't even out yet How the hell they get a copy? Survived by the grace, grace Mugabe Averted eyes, advised Passing through the building lobby You don't want smoke? National Geographic, Negroes cooking coke Anthropologists watching the Negroes sell dope A huddle corners, corner stores, shot notes Hand to hand, much as their forefathers before It's a good trope, trope Fascinating stuff Thumb and forefinger where the cobra clutched Four million USD hovering over some mud huts It's nuts, it's not the heat, it's the dust Sour when the wind gush crushed This is one of my favourite albums of the last few years from Billy Woods and Kenny Siegel. Uh, I'm not going chronologically with Utility Fog's kind of best of 20 years here on FBI. Um, I'm just going to play music that fits together as well as possible. And I can't think of a rapper who's been more influential and innovative and supportive of the underground music scene than Billy Woods. From Hiding Places with Kenny Siegel, this has been Spider Hole.
2011, that is Collarbones, half Sydney duo. Uh, from their debut album, Iconography, it was their first or one of their first singles, Kill Off the Vowels. Marcus Whale first started sending me his music when he was a teenager at school. Um, and sometime while he was still 16 was the first time I played Sizzlelock on Utility Fog. It was really experimental stuff. It was noise and drone and um, and sound stuff. Um, and it was pretty notable that Marcus was only 16 at the time. So Marcus used to chat to me online sometimes while I was on air and, um, and other times. And I very much remember the time that he uh, messaged me saying he'd had this new project with um, a guy called Travis Cook, who lived in Adelaide, and they'd met on some post-rock forums, I believe. Um, and what I heard was quite unlike that experimental stuff Marcus had sent. Um, I at, the, at first, I didn't quite know what to think of it, and I gave a bit of advice maybe about the beats or something, which hopefully he probably ignored. Um, but when Waiting for the Ghosts um, was just coming out, uh, I was very happy to support it on Utility Fog. And Marcus uh, tells 
the story that Utility Fog was the first place uh, that Collarbones got airplay and that that was really kind of really drove them uh, to take their music seriously. I would say it was FBI in general's support of Collarbones, uh, but uh, that EP was great, but this the music from Iconography onwards was a truly special thing in the Australian and, and Sydney music scenes. Before it, we had uh, one of the greats of underground hip-hop um, of the last at least decade or more, uh, Billy Woods. Um, but in that time period also, uh, one of the most significant artists in hip-hop, but in that sort of crossover experimental world that Utility Fog loves, um, is of course clipping um, with... Uh, a mighty lyricist and uh, rapper at the helm, David Diggs, um, but with Jonathan Snipes, who, with Captain Ahab, was making the most riotous rave music um, and also a lot of noise stuff, and William Hudson, who uh, has a long career in noise music as well, uh, just making the most uh, creative and inspiring music. Uh, here with two really inspiring guests as well, Robin Hood's rapping at the start of this track and the astonishing vocals from Counterfeit Madison in the second half. From There Existed an Addiction to Blood, here now is Clipping with All in Your Head. This is some motherfucking scripture right here, you heard? The good book says and all that shit. Shit, shit. You wanna talk about mind control? Just flip a motherfucking song for that ass. Open your hymnal to page 16. It begins with the letter P. And the guy said, let that be light. Talking about showing a bitch she into the tunnel, you understand? You gonna meet your man? You still open that rib? A hoe gotta pay that back with interest. Her. That's low. Light rain. Tired, but as long as they got tides in hand, 
the tabernacle gon' shelter you from the storm. Say it loud now. Lips up, hoes down, hoes down. Fuck bitches, get money, get money. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen, amen. Amen, amen. Clipping on FBI here with the Utility Fog. I'm celebrating 20 years on air with um, a lot of favourites, trying to kind of cover all the ground that Utility Fog has uh, attempted to do over the years. When I started Utility Fog, I was trying to describe what I wanted to do, and among other things, one of the terms that I invite, invented as a complete joke was orchestral breakcore. So imagine my surprise in 2005 when Venetian Snares put out this album. He just spent some time in Hungary and was inspired by um, the country and um, started sampling a lot of classical music. Not all of it was Hungarian, but this is Bela Bartok in the background. This track, Hainal, um, is Venetian Snares. It's all in 7-4, which is what he always did. Um, and you'll hear pretty soon, if you don't already know this, um, that this becomes pretty intense breakcore, but still with that classical backing. Uh, this is still just one of the greatest albums, and whether in his catalogue or anywhere. And so we're going to hear not a lot of breakcore, but a little bit more drum and bass uh, and jungle for a little while. It's kind of bizarre as someone who was playing Raga Jungle at the beginning of... 20 years ago when I started on air um, and breakcore and so on, how much of a revival jungle has gone through over the last decade or so, and it's just never ending. Not something I'm complaining about. Um, so we're going to hear 
Summer Plainal, and then we're going to go into another album released on the planet, new label, certainly one of the most influential labels for Utility Fog. We're going to hear Tim Exile from his first incredible album in a little bit. FBI 94.5 
on FBI for this show's 20th birthday. I'm playing through a lot of music that was special to a utility pog in some way or other. And this is from the album Proagonist, released by Exile on the Planet New Label. Exile came from the drum and bass dance floor scene, and this track was co-produced with Subfocus. Um, but here, Team Exile was moving into much more experimental territories. But still, this is junglist style drum and bass done right. Tommy wash them and cleanse them Dem, 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 dem Don't give me the herb, make me go like this and heal them Dem, dem, dem Down them panties Rap on them, they try to rope on it for them Come give me the so-called Raga Jungle featured heavily in Utility Fog's playlists in the early days alongside Breakcore and this was from the first year of Utility Fog 2003. DJC started releasing music on his Mash It label and from the very first 12-inch Conscience Hang Them featuring Capleton, this is Aaron Spector's remix. Like a 
from the very early days of Utility Bond 2003, that was Aaron Spector remixing DJC. And now, from just last year, one of my favourite albums of last year, The Trees Were Buzzing and the Grass from Word Colour. This is Babble with a very 2020s take on the jungle. We celebrate 20 years of Utility Fog and 20 years of FBI. 
as well as jungle and drummer bass and break chorus that we've just been hearing dubstep has been pretty important and i was playing dubstep pretty early as well i remember getting a call from fudge from garage pressure who'd been listening to fbi one late sunday night and was just boggled at who was playing dubstep on this station other than him this is lofa one of the greatest early dubstep tracks from root released on dmz session yes here all the people accept it you felt that you know you was on a good track some reason when Colleen released her album Les Ondes Silencieuses in 2007 um, I was mixing this track Blue Sands into dubstep quite often um, and Loafer in particular. This is a gorgeous piece of very ambient music performed um, at least partially on the viola de gamba that Colleen was using a lot in her music at the time. Interestingly, what she's doing these days tends to be modular synths with uh, dub production herself. But this is an incredible take on kind of post-classical, post-folkatronica stuff. Um, And just gorgeous. I'll play you a bit of it, and then I'll play you a tiny bit more from the dubstep world as well.
promise a little more dubstep after the spectral sounds of Colleen. And this is a non-album track from The Bug. After his Angels and Devils album, he put out this Exit EP with a second track not on the album with Liz Harris of Grouper featuring. The Bug is <laughs> really central artist on Utility Fog all the time. This incredibly gorgeous track is called Black Wasp.
somewhere near the end of the first decade of Utility Fog, I was finally getting over my weird prejudice against 4-4 techno and house music. Um, and along with, I guess, Michael Herbert, Andy Stott was one of the really important figures um, in that. We heard Numb there from the Luxury Problems album in 2012 with Alison Skidmore's vocals. I remember having conversations about this album with Shob Ahmad, someone who, bizarrely, I first met on Live Journal. And so it was our mutual fandom that really um, got us together. We're both huge fans of Hood, for instance. Shob ran a brilliant label called Hello Square Records for many years and played a lot of music released on that label as well as a lot of Shob's music. And you may know that Shob was a founding member with me of Tangents as well. And although she hasn't been in the band for some time, um, all of us still end up on many of her solo releases. This, however, is from well before that. Um, in 2012, same year that the Andy Stott album we just heard was released, um, Shob released Watch Illuminate. I still adore this album. And um, on this track called The Orchids, there's also a lot of piano playing from Adrian Lim Klumpus from Tangents. This is Shob Ahmad.
over all this music but I've got to fit in as much as possible this is the duo 90 Antiope who I'm a huge fan of it's Sarah Bigdeli Shamlu and Nima Ahiani who are Persian musicians living in Paris discovered them a while ago via Kate Carr who is an Australian sound artist living in London who runs her 
wonderful Flaming Pines label there. This, though, was released on Purple Tape Pedigree in 2019. Um, and they're a band who I fell in love with when I first discovered them and played them a lot. Um, and slowly started discovering the Persian, both diaspora music scene and still located in Iran as well. There is a plethora of incredible artists. Um, I just want to go backwards. Before we heard most of um, the track Blood Flight from Jenny Fowles' Viscera album, which again is a real watershed for me. Jenny had released a couple of albums as Rocket to the Sky before this, and uh, she had studied in Melbourne for a while, but was back in Oslo by then. Uh, This album was recorded for the Runa Gramophone label, home to a lot of amazing experimental music um, and not really expecting songwriter stuff. Um, She recorded it with Helga Sten producing, who is Death Prod and is a member of Super Silent. And so the experimental pedigree here is is massive, Um, but with Jenny Files, amazing musicianship, amazing songwriting and and singing, um, and it's eventually catapulted her into the career that she has now. We're going to hear a little more from 90 Antiope's track here and then I'll talk a bit more about Iranian music. Peter Hollow on FBI. This is Utility Fog's 20th birthday. And we just heard from 90 Antiope who have um, figured highly in these playlists for a while. And they sit within this kind of renaissance of Persian music, both in the diaspora and in Iran, that has come into the consciousness of a lot of us over the last little while. But here's someone that I was aware of uh, well before these times. Um, Ata Ebtekar is Sot. Um, and I first discovered him when the Warp label put out a two-track single of incredibly overdriven drum and bass that I was pretty obsessed with at the time. That was 2002, just before this show started. I had been looking for more music from Sot, expecting it would be the same kind of stuff. Um, and I did get some promos from US labels that um, that were releasing some of that stuff, but already by then, Ata had moved back to Tehran from the US and uh, was getting interested in 
um, some of the electronic music that was produced by composers in um, Iran prior to the uh, the regime of the Ayatollahs, um, and in general, the richness of Persian classical music. In 2018, um, Atay initiated his Zab to Sot label with an enormous four cassette um, and digital compilation, uh, a sort of survey of experimental Iranian musicians from uh, within Iran and from the diaspora as well. And in his own music, uh, he's often worked now with uh, musicians playing uh, acoustic Persian instruments um, nestled into the electronics that he's such an expert at. I was very lucky to interview Artayeb Tekar on this show a couple of years ago, and you can go back and listen to that in the archives as he's performed in Australia a couple of times. From the Parallel Persia album in 2019, this is Sot and the track Pipe Dreams. Tillyford's 20th birthday um, we're going to move to some other parts of the MENA region for a bit because Iran is certainly not the only place where really innovative um, electronic music is coming from there's certainly a tremendous scene in um, Egypt as well and one of the great representatives of that is the producer Zuli his uh, first EP came out on um, Lee Gamble's UIQ label in 2016 called Bionic Ahmed and this track is called Robotic Handshakes in 4D.
I couldn't do a 20th anniversary Utility Fog special without playing a little bit of Ben Frost, who I met before I even had started this radio show and before he had um, moved to Iceland and uh, and sort of started his composition, sound art, etc. career. Um, he was already making really creative stuff, um, but the music that he's made since joining Bedroom Community um, in the in Iceland and working with Valgur Sigurdsson is on another level entirely. 2009's album By the Throat, those woven, snarling sub-bass and bass sounds um, and contrasting uh, classical instruments and acoustic sounds in general. Um, that was something that Ben was really pioneering and has um, taken on a whole life through the sort of post-club, deconstructed club um, sound of the last while. Before um, we, we were in Ramallah, Palestine with Mukata, who's, um, who I discovered first via the Sukh label, a sub-label of Discrepant in about 2018, um, and have followed ever since 2021's Kamumankus was um, where we heard the track from Mukata, and from Egypt before that, Zuli and robotic handshakes in 3D. We're going to go now to the London duo Jogstrap, um, who I did first hear on their first Warp EP, Wicked City, and this is just an all-time track, Acid, from the supremely talented Georgia Ellery and Taylor Sky. Smash
That is Leah Cardos, originally from Brisbane, who's been living in um, London for a long time now, works as an academic. She is classically trained. She's a great composer and, and musician and producer as well. Um, and she wrote a huge definitive book on David Bowie, who's her favourite musician uh, recently. Uh, Leah can also be read in the pages of Wire magazine, writing some great reviews and occasional features. Um, is a very talented person, and I kind of wish she'd make more music. That was from Leah Cardos's second album in 2013, which happens to be halfway between the beginning of Utility Fog and Now. Uh, and before it, we had Jockstrap, Georgia Ellery and Taylor Sky, two also supremely talented musicians. Over the last five and a bit years, um, the Provenance label has been a home for a, a lot of female artists, female and non-binary artists, not exclusively, um, but with um, Becky Witten at the helm um, has been a really great home for um a lot of interesting musicians. Um, and I play Becky's music quite a bit on this show as well. So I want to feature something by her. This is something unusual, though. This is her setting of an Allen Ginsberg poem from one of the Marks of Provenance compilations that the label puts out. Afer's rework of Green Valentine Blues.
one of only a couple of tracks I'm playing from the last year or so. Celebrating Utility Fog's 20th anniversary, you're with Peter Hollow. That was Ellen Arkbra and Johan Graydon, two Swedish experimental musicians, um, unexpectedly working in song and creating something otherworldly and stunning. Thrill Jockey released their album I Get Along Without You Very Well and we heard Other Side. Another artist who has figured very highly in Utility Fog over probably both these decades is Machina Fabrik, Rutger Zeiderfeldt. Um, he's collaborated a lot with Mariska Bars and this was sort of their first soccer committee and Machina Fabrik's album Drawn came out in 2008. Um, again, it is just unequaled. This beautiful tune is called For I Have None. Getting to the end of tonight's ride through 20 years of utility fog, I have also been very much into noise music and freeform stuff uh, for a long time as well, and Burning Starcore is one of the really important artists um, for me in that world. 2008's album Challenger is a big highlight, and we're hearing a track called Beauty Hunter. Thank you. 
right, well, we've barely got enough time to play this last track, which will segue pretty nicely into Mithril coming up afterwards on FBI Radio. Noise music can often be beautiful and transcendent um, at the same time as noisy, and that goes for a lot of extreme metal as well. There's also a lot of metal artists who uh, kind of work outside of the confines of of that genre. Uh, The Body have always been proponents of beauty and extremeness. Uh, And they've also been kind of bringing in elements from electronic music for quite a long time. Um, In 2018, five years ago, they released the album I Have Fought Against It, but I can't any longer. And this track, The West Has Failed, is a great example of all of that. It's hard to believe that I've been doing this for 20 years, uh, but there you go. Thanks for joining me in this celebration of uh, Utility Fog and of FBI. It's been an absolute privilege, and I don't plan on going anywhere if you'll have me. You've been with Peter Hollow, and this is The Body. (laughs) 